Yeah. Um, well, first of all, I think that uh, we need to keep in mind that um, we live in a society where the majority of the population um, does not have skills. So a lot of people see politics as the only way for them to basically get employment. So uh, public office is seen as a career. Uh, so um, now, because everybody's going into politics, there's a lot of fighting over mm-hmm. positions. And, and that is the root cause of these killings, is, is that people are fighting over positions. Now, we see most of these killings as we get, every time we get closer to elections. Uh, we saw it in 2011, and we're seeing it again now. Um, you know, and, and then part of the problem is that um, political parties, particularly the ANC, because it's the most dominant party, is really not doing a good job of um, making sure that uh, when it comes to selecting candidates, uh, it, it, it minimizes the, the situation where you find that people end up um, seeing each other as enemies. Because mm. what happens is that you find a person who was hoping to become a, a counselor being overtaken by another person. So I, I think one of the things that political parties need to insist on is that I guess there should be a minimum requirement to become a counselor. Like, for example, they could say one needs to have some kind of a qualification. Mm. But now, because given our history, a lot of people never got a chance to go to school and get good education. So, But I, I think as time goes by, they, they need to insist on that. Maybe it would help minimize uh, the problems that we are seeing today. But yeah. just in a nutshell, uh, what I'm saying is that these killings are occurring because of a fight over uh, positions which are seen as um, a means to um, sort of like getting employed and, mm-hmm. and, and, and having access to state resources. Well, I think that this, you know, they have a huge impact because um, the problem is that um, you could have a situation where people who are competent are going to be scared to stand for public office because of these killings, which then will rob the country of um, people who could add value to our society. I mean, as you know, we are a young democracy, a, a country that is still developing. And we, <clears throat> excuse me, we need people who can take this country to another level. But when we see... Uh, people getting assassinated, I think that's going to uh, discourage those who are keen to serve their communities or to serve their country from availing themselves because mm-hmm. of this political killing. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's it's having a huge, I think, impact. Well, definitely KZN. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I think we've seen more than seven or eight 
feelings in the last couple of months. Mm. Um, and, and of course, another province that has had um, problems with these political killings or assassinations is Bumalanga province. So I would single out those two mm. provinces, but uh, particularly KZN. And, and, and the question will have to be asked as why uh, KZN in particular. You know, I mean, this province has had a long history of political violence, but mm. uh, in the past it was mainly inter-party violence. So in other words, it was violence between political parties. Mm. Um, and KZN was mainly between the ANC and the IFP. Mm. But now the violence that we're seeing is more intra-party, so, so that it's, 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 it's within, so, mm. so that when we see assassinations, taking place, they are carried out by people from the same political party. In the case, in the case of KZN, like I said, you know, we, we we live in a province that has a long history of political violence, mm. and I think people um, have this idea that you know, to solve whatever problem, uh, one needs to use violence. The um, exclusion of the NFP from... Yes. Um, participating in elections. Um, well, I think it remains to be seen. Some people are speculating that uh, we're going to see more violence, maybe and some NFP members are going to try and disrupt uh, elections, but I, I don't think so. I mean, I think it's just an empty, it's an idle threat. Mm. Um, you know, the, the NFP itself, you know, is very divided. Uh, I mean, at least if, if, if they were still as united as they were before the 2014 elections, maybe I would say that uh, the, the NFP was going to cause a lot of problems. But right now, the, the, the NFP is a, is a very weak organization, very, very divided. So I don't think it's going to have a huge impact. Yeah, it's <laughs> a tough one. Um, I mean, look, I think um, voters would be wondering, you know, um, what's going on. Um, obviously, you know, you know, it's not nice to live in a country where um, you see political assassinations taking place. Uh, it, you know, it could actually turn off some people. Right? I think probably that's one thing I can think of that... You know, some people are going to get turned off by this and say, you know what, uh, this whole politics thing is just um, uh, a waste of time. Maybe, you know, it discourage people from turning out in large numbers when mm. it comes to voting. Mm, mm. Uh, because, you know, the message that it says, like I said, is that, you know, it's almost like in the taxi business where, you know, you find, you know, people eliminating competition mm. instead of, you know, uh, engaging, but, they, you know, they resort to all sorts of uh, violent means. So that could potentially turn off uh, people who are looking to to vote. But it, it's, I think it's a tricky one because you never know, you know, how people react to these things. But I, I could imagine that... Um, it turns off some people.